Hello. Hi, guys. How's hey. it going? It's going good. How's it going with you? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Dude, we're podcasting right now. We are. This oh is our God. very first episode of Ranter Banter. Yay. I'm, I, so Laura and I have been talking about, or at least I have been talking about doing a podcast with Laura. When did I bring this to you? I brought this to you at like, what, Thanksgiving? So back in November. Yeah, at least. And I feel like you've mentioned it multiple times before that, but yeah. like it was in random time periods. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I Well, I've wanted to start my own podcast for probably, oh my God, it has to be a few years now. And even before COVID started, I was like, everybody's podcasting. We should need, I need to get into this. But one, finding a topic, can't ever do it. To trying to find someone to do it with me, there was absolutely nobody. Everyone's like, I don't like the sound of my own voice. I'm like, I don't either. <laughs> it's fine. No, nobody likes the sound of their no, own voice. No, not at all. But then when I heard you were moving back, I was like, oh, Laura, that's it. She's the one. And we even recorded an episode for Laura's other podcast, which is The Ghost Bar, if you're interested in some spooky shit. But... I was like, this sounds really, really good. So I thought, we need to start our podcast here, like, ASAP, girl. So I was pretty happy with that. And yeah, I'm yeah, excited. I feel like we, like, when we get together, we're some of those people that can just start a conversation about literally nothing. Oh, yeah. And, and talk for hours. Yeah. You and I could go back and forth about stuff and... We look at the time, like right now, we were trying to figure out when we wanted to start this, and it's after like two in the afternoon, and I'm oh like, God. oh, we, we probably need to get started here. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. here we are, so. Yeah. yeah. So excited, and like most of the topics today, you guys, will be off of things that we've seen on TikTok, because. We're both addicted to TikTok, oh just to be completely honest. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a glorified time waster, that is for sure, um. I really loved Vine. When it was, did you have Vine? I didn't because oh. at the time I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a giant hypocrite no. right now. At the time when it was coming out, um, a couple friends actually kept telling me, "You need to get this. You need to get it." And I think I did get it, mm -hmm. but I never went into it because number one, I didn't fully understand it. Yeah. I'm old. I'm old, guys. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be we're real both, honest. We're both older. We're how many years apart are we? I was born in '85. Uh, only five years then. Oh, there you go. We're five 80, years apart. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so honestly, like I was one of those old people that was just like, this is stupid. Why do we have this? Yeah. I don't understand it. I'm not going in it. And I felt like that when it came to TikTok, because I'm like, I loved Vine. I'd gotten into Vine. Funny, short, seven second things. So many creative things came from that. And TikTok before it changed its name to TikTok was like called Musical.ly, I believe. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And I remember my best friend, um, her boyfriend's daughter, she had that. And I remember she would send me stuff and it was like just of her basically lip syncing music in the video. Is That's all it really was. And oh I'm my like, gosh. And my whole thought was, what the fuck is the point? 
yeah. of this. What is this? This is dumb. No, you- and, and the, the crazy thing about that is that so like I have niece and nephews that are, you know, 12, 13 year olds. Yeah. And like that's the kind of crap that they love watching and oh, that's yeah. the kind of crap that they like doing. Yeah. And in my mind, even now, I have that old person brain where I'm just like, <laughs> this is stupid. stupid. What yeah. the fuck? But for the most part, I'm very addicted to TikTok. I just scroll past those. I'm sorry if you out there are listening and that's your thing. Go for it. But it's not mine. Yeah. I – that's what my kids watch too. Like my oldest is definitely into Colby's definitely into like YouTube and yeah. he's more into YouTube probably than TikTok. William for fifth grader, they're all about TikTok, Snapchat. Like he has a Snapchat, which first of all, I did not agree for him to have this. He did this behind my back. Oh my god. Of making this stupid thing. And I'm like, you are too young. He goes, Oh, I just put my brother's birth date in there. I'm like, <gasps> you little Mm. Uh. I was I was livid. <laughs> but the thing is, all of his classmates have it. They have a group chat on Snapchat. Wait, what? Yeah. They have their own Snapchat for school? N- not for school, but like just on their own. Like all of them have phones. All these kids have their own cell phones. And then they all added Snapchat and they all created a group chat on Snapchat. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah, I was really annoyed by that. But same time, you know, I'm thinking I don't I don't understand why or how these kids like each other enough to even have a group chat. I mean, what do they talk about that much or what do they show that much that they need to continually be in contact with each other? I have no idea. It's... I mean, they're like, what, 10, 12, somewhere around there? Uh, el- yeah, so ten, between 10 and 12. Okay, so like, really, what is going on in their lives that is so significant that they need to express this with everyone else? I have no I mean, idea. I guess the same could be said for an adult. However, it, I don't know, very interesting to me. Yeah, but- I, 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 I'm just like, I don't. I mean, I don't want to be a giant hypocrite either, you no, know, because like no. I do, I do like social media. I, and I have to say, I probably did a lot of this same type of stuff when, you know, oh, yeah, when no. I was their age. Like, no, I didn't. It like, probably, I, I remember <laughs> sitting over at my friend's house because I didn't, we didn't have a computer at our house until I was right. in like upper middle school, like seventh, eighth grade. I was going to say, before. I didn't have access to the internet except for at school. Yeah. So yeah. me having like an email address, my own email that I made, it's like, what? So it, it, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why they like each other enough to even do that. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. That's. Well, let's go ahead and get into today's topics. All right. So, like I said, most of these topics that we're going to talk about today have been off of our TikToks because, yeah, like we said, we're obsessed with TikTok. And like, the first thing I want to talk about, which I think the tea on this one is kind of cold, but I think for you, it's a little hot because <laughs> you have some opinions about this one. Oh, I got some real opinions on this one <laughs> on both sides. Yeah. But um, so the first topic that we want to talk about, because 
oh man it was it was recently a hot commodity on tiktok and it still pops up every so often it still pops up um but it's for cake gate which (laughs) for those that maybe don't know what it is cake gate there is a girl named kylie out of west virginia she owns her own bakery and she she made a video on her tiktok explaining a horrible customer experience that she had or like the worst experience that she that she had and as she's making like as she's talking in this video she's making a six layer rainbow cake which just so y'all know this is a signature cake that she's making okay yeah a signature cake and she said as she's complaining in this video and making it she's talking about how the customer was super rude and they were unhappy with the cake and she was just telling her this these are how we always make these cakes and blah 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 and really she kind of came off as if like you know, this customer was rude to me and I told them like, I'm sorry, like these are just our signature cakes and like as if she was super, super polite. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the customer, okay. The customer came back with receipts, like oh, yeah. text message receipts of the conversation that her and Kylie had. I want to just preface <sighs> that I know the story, yeah, but I have not read these text messages i don't know that side of it yeah basically the customer said like she was really upset with the cake like the way that the cake looked she was super upset and if if you guys haven't seen the pictures of this you should go google it or get on tiktok and put cake gate 2023 and you'll see the cake and the so kylie like tells this person like you know, these are our signature cakes and this is how they all look. I'm sorry that you didn't, that you didn't find it appeasing or whatever. Like, I don't understand what's wrong with it. And (laughs) the customer sent a picture, like, look at it. I mean, it looked like she had smushed this cake. Yeah. It looked awful. And like the sprinkles apparently, and also in West Virginia, you are supposed to wear hairnets and have gloves on when you apply Oh. Yeah, that's another thing. You're supposed to have gloves on when handling things that go onto a cake, like Which, sprinkles and honestly, such. Which, honestly, just from doing it myself. You should. You really should anyway, unless you enjoy having icing all over your hands. Yeah, while icing it's or like the colors of the yeah. sprinkles. I mean, yeah. that's just, I mean, it's kind of, come on, common that's, knowledge. I feel like that's self-explanatory. It, like, exactly. A health thing and nobody knows where your hands have been even if you're like i wash my hands i don't know you could have touched your face right that's still not okay but so the customer of course like we'll have to i'll have to show you the text messages they are so mean and condescending and she basically like on the customer side no on kylie's side like her customer service is awful Pretty much what it was is she could not swallow her pride enough to say, I'm really sorry that you were disappointed in the cake. I like, is there anything I can do to commend, like, you know, to make up for this cake looking like utter poo? And she, she wouldn't do that. 
Wow. She just basically said, like, these are our signature cakes. I This was made last minute. And basically blaming the customer for it being crappy. And, like, well, we don't we don't individually place the sprinkles on the cake. It's like, bitch, nobody's asking you to. Right. Nobody's asking you to. And I'm going to preface this. I'm not here to talk about her work necessarily. Oh, I am. I know you are. <laughs> like, I look at it like she's basically an at-home baker, an amateur at-home baker who should not own her own bakery. That's pretty much how it works. Sure. But you should not have such shitty customer service. I agree on that. And I'm not saying that the customer is always right. But if the customer, this that cake, that eight-layer rainbow cake that this person paid for was nearly $80. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> if you're paying, if they're paying for it, yeah. you sure as shit better make it yeah. in a way that they enjoy mm-hmm. and that they're going to like. And if they're unhappy, you should be bending over backwards to yeah. keep the customer and to actually make it right. So I like, I just want to set the scene for our listeners, this mm-hmm. cake in the picture so what it's supposed to look like mm-hmm. is it is the basic colors of the rainbow, you know, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. purple. And in between, there's white frosting between each of these. And it's about a six to eight inch round. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it stands up, you know, kind of like the Tower of Pisa sort yeah, of thing. It's a very tall cake. It is a very tall cake. And then um, there's rainbow sprinkles uh, that, which I think. In some countries, it's considered fairy, uh, shit, there's a term for it, fairy something or other. Anyway, yeah. um, so, like, that's surrounding the cake and on top of the cake. Yes. And then, in the mess up video, there is, like, the only one that I saw, and I guess not video, because the only picture that I saw of the mess up was the top looking down. And... There was like a swipe of white frosting on top of these um, sprinkles, and then it's saying "Happy Birthday, So and So," written in black ink. However, I mean the writing was very, very rushed, jankety, very jankety, um, and the white swoosh of the white icing was not not uniformly put on there like yeah. it was just looked like somebody just kind of plopped it on there with a kind spatula of, and, and just kind of like used a spoon and kind of like well they probably used a spash, spatula so yeah okay i'm gonna give everybody so i used to be a cake decorator i was a cake decorator she, she for did like this for a long time yeah i want to say like five six years so i mean yeah. not horribly long but not like long, enough but enough time enough to know what one of those cakes should actually look like yes. right and how long and, how long it takes to actually one make the cake right the process of the cake and right. dealing with customers so i'm also going to mention that i have made cakes for other people for mm-hmm. money yes under the table kind of thing um out, out of my own home yeah all right which is okay yes um and i do have to say that working in um a store facility mm-hmm. is completely different than working in and out of one's home yeah so the quality is going to be different um but the thing is people should kind of know that going into yes. it yes your standards for an at-home cake 
it's not that they're lower, but you don't expect absolute perfection. No. If no. someone says, oh, yeah, I can do that. They're probably texting you saying, is this okay? Does this look all right? Are you going to be happy with this? You're at least asking them. Right. When you, I mean, really, when you go to a store and you order what you want, they, you basically just tell them and you have to trust. Like, yes. They don't call you if yes. something's messed up or this or that. They just go off of what you told them when you ordered the cake. Right. So kind of also with that. So I actually, one of the things that I made for money was a, a cake that was shaped as something. And I don't, it was some kind of monster or something yeah. for like a first birthday. Mm -hmm. And originally I told the gal, oh, this shouldn't be more than $20, $30 because yeah. I, she was okay with me even using box cake. Okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was just going to get the buttercream frosting from a local bakery. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, that was like maybe, I don't know, it was under 20 bucks for yeah. a tub of it. And so uh, I, I did that. I had all of my um, equipment already at home, mm -hmm. my turntable, my spatula, like the tips and bags and all of that. And this lady said, no, please let me know how much you spend for all of the cake, supplies, mm -hmm. everything. And I'm like, are you sure? Because it can be kind of pricey. And she's like, look, if I went to even like the local su su supermarket to purchase this kind of cake, it's going to cost me a hundred and some dollars, mm -hmm. which she was right. It yeah. would have. And I said, okay. And I want to say that this cake, which was not very large. Yeah. I mean, it was big, but it wasn't big, big. Yeah. Um, with, cause she's like, you know, charge me your time as well. And I was like, Oh, okay. I don't really know about that. I don't feel good about that. Okay. And, um, she's like, no, for real, just, just give me a, a set payment. Mm -hmm. And so like, I think total, it came to like 60, 70 bucks. I could be completely wrong. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I charged her. Mm -hmm. I didn't charge her really much extra. Maybe yeah. it was like maybe 10 bucks extra if yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, to this day, I kind of feel a little bad because number one, it was a hot day. Yeah. She had a bit of a drive. Oh. And so I can only imagine the state of that cake by the time she made it home. Yeah. Now, with saying that, I do not know what the weather was like when this lady in Virginia picked up her cake and took it home or how long of a drive she had. Because now I'm not saying it is the customer's fault and I'm not saying that the – um you know, owner was right in any of this. This is playing devil's advocate. Basically. It totally is. However, to me, from what I saw, first of all, I will say it looked very much rushed. Yeah. And so this is, this is my thought process on it is that number one, the order got misplaced. Mm -hmm. So that person realized, oh crap, somebody's coming in the next half hour to pick this up. I have to hurry up and get it done. Mm -hmm. and um, I know it sounds like, oh, a half hour, you should be able to do that. It no, even no. if you have your cake already pre-made, like just doing that little bit of decoration, you would not, to make it smooth and make it look decent, it it takes a lot longer than you actually think it does. Yeah, and I mean, you when you when you are actually doing the letters and the stuff like that, you take your time, you're holding your yeah. arm up, you are moving actually really slow. Well, and once you start doing it more, like, honestly, you do get faster at it. Yes. But however, like, you still, I, there's, a, there's, there's a method to the madness, right? So mm -hmm. 
I do want to say that the, the picture looks like the cake was rushed. However, the cake also very, very much. Remember how you said that you thought it looked smushed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like it got hot and melted. Yeah. Buttercream, typically, depending on, especially if it's homemade. Yeah. Will melt in just about any type of heat. Yeah. And, I don't and know what the weather's like in West Virginia. Right I just now. think that sometimes, because I had this happen when I worked for large companies mm-hmm. as a cake decorator. Yeah. I had this, I had, um, you know, this happened to me where the customers would call after driving 15 minutes to their house when the temperature outside was 85, 90 degrees out. Mm-hmm. And they would say, my cake is melting. Why did you do this to me? And we would have to say, we didn't. Mm-hmm. You have to realize buttercream melts. Yeah. Like that's not our fault. Yes. You know, you have to treat it like it's ice cream. You can't. Yeah. You only for the have most part. so much time. Yes, exactly. And you can't let it be, sitting out. You can't leave it sitting out. And if you have a longer mm-hmm. drive, then it should be, you should know, like you're probably going to have to bring a cooler or something, something. to keep Correct. it from the heat. So to me, the cake actually looks, on top of being a rush job, mm-hmm. it very much looks like it got melted on the way home. Yeah. And this is my thought, is that... The lady, when she picked it up, it was rushed, but it looked very much like the picture, like it should have. The only thing that was different was possibly the writing and the swoosh of white on top that the writing was sitting on. And yes, the cake decorator should have taken a little bit extra time to get that to look a little nicer than it actually did. It doesn't take that much more to make that white part smoother and make it look a little more uniform, a little less smushed on there mm-hmm. um however a lot of customers just like i said I, they don't realize how fast buttercream can melt yes and so and oh and okay so I, another thought just popped in my head so let's hypothetically say that it wasn't a very hot day in virginia mm-hmm. okay if this is a rush draw job and the cake decorator realized oh my God, I forgot this order. She's going to be here in an hour. I have to get these cakes made. The cakes are not made. And she starts stacking them before they're completely cooled. Mm -hmm. It's going to melt the buttercream in between, making it appear more smushed. And it's going to get that kind of like fallen. It's going to lean. Crumpled. uh, Yeah. Look to it. And. I think both cases could be right. And so, I mean, if that is what, what truly happened, like you said, the cake decorator should have just swallowed her pride and should have said, Hey, um, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Uh, what I can do is either offer half off of another cake or a free cake. Yeah. Something. Because I mean, or even half, half of the money back or most of the money back, you know, cause I mean, honestly, Yes, ingredients are very expensive here in the USA. They are. But, um, you know, this is going to ultimately ruin this cake decorator's job. Yeah. and But the thing is, though, she also has a lot of support. Like, I totally... And she she teaches classes. <laughs> she teaches yeah, classes. So this is why I really <sighs> think, like, she didn't want to own up to the fact that the cakes probably weren't cooled yet before she pieced them together. Or she didn't want to, I mean, when you start 
asking or accusing the the person that picked up the cake hey i'm sorry that it's hot out this is on you not me yeah you know i mean it still doesn't look good but i'm you know the more i think about it the more i'm like i'm guessing that those cakes just hadn't cooled properly she probably put them in a freezer of some sort Mm -hmm. but the inside still hadn't cooled and you're just you're just playing with like some bad mojo there when you try to piece it together i've done that before and i've fucked up cakes well and the thing is though like people have found because she has she has a facebook page like she has a facebook group or whatever for her company or for her bakery and a lot of the pictures that she posts of some of her work is not good like really yeah not good at all like you know the you've seen that unicorn cake with yeah. like the ears yeah. and the horn awful like oh, a lot no. of her cakes are awful you and i i should show these to you because they are not good i am a look- mediocre cake decorator and i like i said i've been doing this for five six years you honestly could and, do a better job and i mean like honestly my friend laura she she's top notch she literally could make it look at any picture of a cake in a magazine or Mm -hmm. online and make it look exactly like that it's amazing but she's been doing this for like 20 years yeah see and i like i this is why i'm trying not to hate on her work because and i'm not saying that all at home bakers however you pay what you get you yeah you pay for you know, what I mean, you get but the problem is it was like I'm paying, eighty bucks that's if rate, I'm paying that's really eighty dollars yeah. for a cake yeah my whole thought is if you didn't have the amount of, the right amount of time if it was truly rushed as she said that she this was a short notice thing or whatever you should have called the customer and said <sighs> hey like I'm really sorry like this is happening right. is it gonna be okay if I push it back a little bit. What time do you need it by? I'm going to do my best to get this done. Like, I would think you would contact the person ordering it because they're the one paying for it. And so, like, honestly, so we have to remember, even though, yes, it may have been only a six inch or an eight inch round. Yes. It was also, like, eight layers. Yes. I, like, I'm not upset about the price. No, I know. But, like, I mean, the. I am. Yeah. I am a little bit because of the fact that like the $80, I get that. Yes, that is a lot of ingredients because basically you're getting practic Basically, if not eight cakes in total, you're getting four. Yeah. You know, because it would be least. a half a cake per layer. Yes. Um, But like that's what typically it would be for like a wedding cake. And so like $80 for a wedding cake. For like a six inch round, like just like that, mm-hmm. that's that to me is not outrageous. That's perfect. You know, yeah. eighty to one hundred for that that size. That's mm-hmm. yes, that that should be priced that way. Yeah. Um. However, for like a birthday cake, I feel like. It, now I do have to say also I've been out of the cake business for a while, so I don't mm-hmm. know the cost of making some of this stuff. Yeah. Um. But honestly, I feel like she probably could have charged 50, 60 bucks for it and yeah. still be making some money off of it. Yeah. I could be completely wrong on that. And if I am, I'll own up to that. Yeah. However, 80 bucks for that? Come on. Like, well, like 80 bucks <sighs> for the work that she's doing. I'm just like, um, 
You could at least because then you saw that the customer made their own cake. Remade it. Yeah. Yes. And I for somebody who's never baked a cake, it looked like really that, good. It looked amazing. It did look really good. I was like, damn, you should you wanna do my cake? Right. Well, <laughs> and see, like, here goes in the other devil's advocate. Yeah. If you can make a cake that looks decent like that. That was better than decent. Why, well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, why would you go and pay 80 bucks to have somebody else do it? Other than time and convenience, which I do get. However, you specifically told me and the listeners here that on her Facebook page, her cakes do not look that great. No. So why wouldn't you research a place? You know, just because they're on freaking TikTok, mm-hmm. why would you just assume? Like, I know there's people out there that would. Oh, yeah. oh, they're they're famous on TikTok, so I'm just going to go to them. Yeah. No, th- they might be famous for a different reason. See, and I have no idea how if this – I don't know if this customer is local or if she has used her before and was satisfied with the cake that right. she had made before or cupcakes or whatever right. it was before. Or if somebody was like, oh, you should go to so-and-so. She does really good work. And she just – adamantly trusted that person and also i just i don't know there's that thing that keeps popping up into the back of my head why would you spend 80 bucks on a fucking birthday cake? i know especially when you can make it yourself clearly she could have made it herself or go to the local grocery store you can't tell me that a grocery store is gonna charge i mean yes i could see them charging you quite a bit for an eight layer cake but you know if you just say you want a rainbow looking cake I guarantee they could do a two, three layer cake for you mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have cost you 80 bucks. No. I, I mean, almost guarantee you it. You could go down to Walmart and get yeah. even a small cake that's already. And it would have looked better than this did. Yes. I, and it just, I, I mean, don't... and also like, I just also have to say like once again, and I know I feel like listeners are probably going to be like, you are just dogging on the um the person that bought the cake a lot and i am i am and and i'll tell you why i am after i explain this however i just feel like if you went to somebody who does their own business mm-hmm. like that and they told you okay it's going to cost you 80 bucks like, what part of your mind would you be okay with that? I don't know. Like, me, $80 is completely outrageous. But yes. if I'm going to a to a bakery, I expect this cake, if I'm paying that amount, right. to look extravagant. Even if it's simple. Like I said before, this is, she puts it, Kylie had said on her page, this is a signature cake that they make. And to me, when someone says, this is my signature, I look at that as, oh, so you could make this in your sleep. Right. You know? Right. Yes. You know what it takes, how long it takes. And if you, like I said, if she was so limited on time, I don't know. I I don't understand why she didn't contact the customer and say, hey, this cake is taking longer than I thought. And either ask... Like say, hey, I already have a different cake made. Right. Would you, could do you want me to do that instead, or do you want me to still continue doing this cake? But that's just be- I feel because she's young and she's newer to this, she doesn't quite have 
all of that customer communication thing down. Right. And I right. feel like she has a very hard time with swallowing her pride. And it sounds like it. Yeah. I mean, she, I'll, I mean, well, I'll have to show you the text messages because they were just like, wow. I mean, like so, some things that I've seen, not on necessarily this particular topic, but mm-hmm. like customer service. Um, and I am a firm believer in the customer isn't always right. Oh, I agree. Um, however, like you still have, there's respect, man. Respect. Yeah, re- respect. Yes, that's what I mean. The communication, <sighs> the, com- the communication that she has, her skills for that, she needs to work on. Thousand percent. If you yeah. want to keep your customers, and uh, clearly she has, like there, people have said, people that have gone through and like talked about her cakes have said she has, there's a group of Kylie followers that are all supportive of her and and I get it, you know, she's a small business. So a lot of small business owners were very like, oh yeah, I, I've had those bad customer service days too. And then they see the work and how she reacted. They're like, oh honey, no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, there's just some things. So it's kind of following like the whole uh Kate Gate thing. But also one of the things I came across, especially working for larger companies with bakeries and that yeah. in them, um, I would have customers that would come up and say they would have no like no concept of being able to see the design in their head. Mm-hmm. So they'd come up and they would say, okay, I want a cake for my daughter. Yeah. It's her fifth birthday. And she likes ponies. Perfect. She likes princesses. Okay, princesses and ponies can go together. Yeah. And she also loves the color red. Okay, once again, yeah. we can work that all together. Yeah. And can you also throw a couple of those flower roses that you put on there? Yeah, we, you sure. know, we can add some of that on there. Absolutely. And then, you know, she also is really into fire engines. Oh. oh. And um, can somewhere on there, can you put a cross? And it's like, so you do what you, you like, you try to make it look decent, right? You try well, to fit yeah. it all together. Yeah. And mm. it's not awful, but it's just not flowing right because it's not cohesive. At some all. of these things just don't belong there. Some yeah. of these things oh don't like, belong on the cake. I mean, are you going to have, I don't even know how you would throw that together. Well, I mean, <sighs> yeah, in my head. Oh, Lord. I, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I guess is, I don't know. Your head's a scary but, place. But yeah. So <laughs> and and you try to explain to those customers. Um, I think that the pony's a great idea. I think the flowers are a great idea, and I think, I think the, the princess. princess is a great idea. I can do all of those. Um, I think the fire engine doesn't really go with the other things. Yeah. Um, you know, I could probably even throw a couple crosses on there and make it somehow flow together. Yeah. Um inconspicuously you know uh but but once again that fire engine i'm just not quite sure well but she likes the color red and fire engines are red and she really is looking forward to have a fire fire engine on there and it's like you really just want to shake these people and just say okay you need to pick princesses or fire engine yeah i can't i can't do both because it's not gonna look right no so you do what they want you to and then they're still unhappy. And then they're like, well, this looks like crap. Well, yep, yeah, that's, it, yeah, 
that's yeah. you're right. It does look like crap, but oh. it's not because of me. It's because I tried to explain to you that this is all going to be a gonna go together, of stuff and exactly. it will not look good. Exactly. I, yeah. Some people, I I do agree with you. Customer is not always right. I know customers think they know what they want, and sometimes it's like no. I don't think you know exactly what you want. I and- think also in some cases, like like the cake decorating, for instance, you know, we all know what cake decorators do. We yes. may not know how to do it on our own. Yes. But we've seen a cake decorator decorating cakes at least uh, before. Yes. And so I think that also what happens is because we can imagine and we can see and we know what they do, we assume they can work their magic that they can work their magic and actually get it all to all of this stuff seem cohesive yes, together. Yes. Um excuse me. Or that or that you know as much as the cake decorator does about their job. Yes. Oh, we get that. However, a lot. like I stated, I don't think too many people actually realize how fast buttercream icing melts Mm -hmm. now the buttercream icing that you get in the giant tubs for like like your local grocery store like walmart Mm -hmm. ivy um it's more of a midwest place but anyway like those kind of places that isn't it it will still melt relatively fast but it's not gonna melt as fast Mm -hmm. as if you made it yourself yes um and i'm guessing that one of the reasons why this Kylie, is that her name? Yes. Um, one of the reasons why she can charge so much is because she probably makes everything homemade, including the frosting. Um, I, I know she uses box mixes. I, the, really? Yeah, people have caught that what? on there. Yep. She uses <gasps> box mixes. Girl. Yeah. So I would not be shocked if the frosting that she buys is like in tubs that she okay make. okay so even before i was a cake decorator yeah if somebody was like you need to go to this kylie chick and get the cake and if i found out she didn't make the cakes herself and she charged 80 fucking bucks for a cake i'd be like no thank you i will make it myself like someone else pointed this out to me i'm not gonna fault her for using box mixes because everything is then like measured out precisely i I mean i've done it before myself but people know that i've made them yes but the thing is she didn't do anything to change it she just used like all the instructions that are on the box cake you can use a box mix and you can change it up to make it taste better to yourself which is what a lot of bakers Mm -hmm. now do it's a i'm assuming it's cheaper um also uh 80 bucks i'm just saying 80 bucks for cake boxes yep. cake mix box mm-hmm. like um you no get no no she $2. was she was basically gaining probably almost 50 to to 100 percent extra yeah on that cake so she easily could have sold it yeah. for 50 60 bucks and still made a profit yeah maybe not as much but yeah that still could have made a profit that's what i mean and people have pointed out also that like <laughs> Like some of her pans don't look like they're properly washed. Oh and, no! And like frosting on other cakes doesn't no. look like she cleaned stuff out no. yet. Girl, yes, oh. it's I, I the rabbit hole Gross. for this whole thing was so goddamn deep, and I'm just like, 
people have, first of all, people have way too much time to dig into somebody else's business and time, like all of that. But at the same time, the stuff that they've come up with, I'm like, oh my God, girl, that's, that's not okay. No, that is so wrong. I mean, she has video of her and her daughter making cake and they're like drinking like Starbucks drinks over like the work. And I'm like, what are you doing? Girl, no. So, what? yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, honey, if you were uh, just going to, if you were going to treat they it. They should have just got a hold of me. I would have made them the cake for 50, 60 bucks yeah. and it would have looked 10 times better than yeah. that. <laughs> oh, I know. Right. It's like, oh my God. I She should have just probably stayed an at-home baker because initially when she, she really could have just made it herself, like well, what she did. Yeah. And also when Kylie opened this bakery she even said she didn't want to open a bakery but she did because this place was like a local favorite spot at one point and i was like girl why the hell did you even open it then should have just stayed home wow yeah so i mean it (sighs) sounds like she i don't know i don't know what it sounds like but it it does sound like she definitely oh i mean if i ever go to virginia I'm I'm not going to her for West, sure. West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I, yeah. Customer, <sighs> you guys, customer service is everything. And like I said, it we, is. And we agree. We both come to that conclusion. Customers are not always right. 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 But as a business owner and somebody who you want your customers to keep coming back, you do at some point have to swallow your pride and you have to say, <sighs> Yeah, you're right. This is not my best work. I am so sorry. Is it what can I do to make this up? And, and I tell you what, nine out of ten times when a customer has been upset about <laughs> something like that and you've owned up to it, yeah, it literally has fixed everything. And yeah. then you have somebody that's gonna be coming to you for years and they're gonna tell their friends to co- go to you because mm-hmm. you had such great customer service. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. Like this Kylie chick, she literally just dug her own grave. Yeah. But apparently she's and she's made videos actually going on laughing at people making comments and videos about her. She's like, oh, you guys can complain about my work, but I'm getting more business now than I ever have. I'm like, oh, yeah, good for her. my thought is people are wanting you to make these cakes because they just want to mock you. I mean, I mean, really. I mean, they're paying for it, though. Yeah, I mean, you're paying for it, but still. Like, they yeah. just want to see your crappy creations, I guess. I don't know. Gosh. But, yeah. I'd, oh, that I'd... would be a good, actually, name for a bakery. Crappy <laughs> creations. If I ever decide to make my own, like, oh cake decorating but business, then, but I'm going to call what, it though? crappy creations for sure. Uh, yeah, but do you know what you're getting into when you get into something like that, you know? Like, <laughs> right. yeah. if I know that I'm buying a cake that's not going to look like what I want it to or sort of look like what you yeah. think it's supposed to and I'm paying for it, then I I know what I'm getting myself into. But going to someone who says that they're a professional and like, oh, this is my cake and it's awesome it's my signature cake i could make this in my sleep well and, and i they, thought like i crab. heard actually mm-hmm. some of the pictures that she has on uh her profile or something that and correct me if i'm wrong obviously but um i thought i heard that some of those pictures aren't actually cakes that she's made yep you are correct what yeah you could go on to google google them and they're like stock photos man a lot of this whole episode could be her Uh, yeah it may be Uh, like it's a lot of her stuff is stock photos she uses stock photos as inspo which okay that's one thing but then create the cake they make 
fake cakes for cake decorators to create yeah. stuff and then be able to show, hey, I can create this. Yeah, this is what I'm going to teach you to make. But she uses these, uh, she uses those pictures as inspos. And I'm like, it's one thing to actually show it at the class, but to post a picture like this is the cake we're making. Holy fudge And you nuggets. didn't make the fucking cake? Come on now. Like, I think for most of the story, I've sat here with my mouth open, like, yeah. in disbelief. <laughs> well, and I knew, this is why I wanted to talk about this uh, one, because I'm like, Laura did baking. Like, Laura knows all the stuff, some of the ins and outs of, you know, being at a bakery and dealing and, with customers. And, and honestly, like, to be a decent cake decorator, you kind of have to be a perfectionist in yeah, some sort. but she... Like I said, I don't think she is. It I doesn't think, seem like it in any sense of the form. I'll, I, honestly, I will show you some of these cakes. She throws the shit together and it's just like, it's like, it's the first thing she did. She goes, yep, that works. I mean, it's just, it's <laughs> not good. It's uh, not good. I'm like, oh, oh my, my God. God. It's not good. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much deeper we want to go into that rabbit hole, you guys, because yeah. it's a lot. It It's so I went off much. that train for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, we thought, oh, we're going to, like, because, you guys, this is our first pod, so we kind of thought, okay, we're going to keep, we'll keep the topics to, like, 30, 20, 30 minutes each. Yeah, no. Scrap that. This, <laughs> this whole topic yeah. is, it's such a shit show. It's well, like I said, the tea on that one is like super fucking ice cold. But right. but like I said, the rabbit hole for that is deep. It's so deep. And the minute you open one, one video on the thing, you're deep diving. And I mean, yeah, you got to have your snorkel for this one. Fudge so freaking nuggets. Yeah, it's a lot. I don't know. Wow. TikTok is crazy. <laughs> it is. All right, so the other topic that I kind of want to go into is I learned two new, um, I, I think they're considered like slang or urban, you know, words that are being used currently, mm -hmm. and I've never heard either one of these. So the first <laughs> one that I really, really love, I really love it. And like when I heard it, I was like, wait, what? 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 <laughs> um, is the term fridge horror and i've never heard this before what okay. is a fridge horror so the technical term for a fridge horror mm -hmm. is like when something becomes so terrifying after the fact like when you've overthought a pro a plot um a little too much and realized it's completely fucked up do you know what I'm saying? That is not the ex like that's not what I thought that would mean. Right. At all. But you know, it kind of got me thinking because I come across movies and TV shows and books where that exact thing happens, where like you're just like, okay, so how the term actually came about is, you know, like let's say we just watched a horror movie mm -hmm. um about like it was I don't know, a horror movie randomly about like children and they were creepy, they were weird, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it ended and we were like, oh, that's really good. I got up, went into the kitchen to go grab us a snack out of the fridge, opened up the fridge, still thinking of the, about the movie while I'm grabbing this. And all of a sudden it dawns on me, holy fuck, 
I think all of those kids were dead <laughs> during the whole movie. Oh, God. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's that's fridge horror right there. Wow. I, I guess I never, like I said, I never would have put those, like, two and two together. And the funny thing is, is, like, even though there's there's a ton of TV shows and movies and books and that, that I've had that realization. Yeah. But for me to like just randomly come up with like a, a I don't know, an example, mm-hmm. I, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm trying to even now think like, um, I mean, this is going to kind of date us a little bit, but that's all right. Uh, <laughs> but like even the TV show Lost. Yeah. Um, was sort of on the bridge horror genre. Hmm. I never really watched it. I think I watched maybe two episodes, but I didn't get into that show. Um, I watched it, but I never got to watch the ending. I think the But ending... I already know how the ending yeah, is. Yeah, and people were pissed off, I think, about yeah. the ending of that one. I remember that being a thing. Um, but yeah, there's there's just different things like that where it's I don't know. I, I don't have a whole lot to say about it, I guess, other than I really like that term for that realization. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like everyone at one point in their life has come across that kind of realization. Yeah. Because if you also think about most of the thrillers and horror movies that are mm-hmm. out there currently in 2023 compared to even in the 90s and early 2000s for us. Yeah. Completely different. Oh, yeah. And I feel like most horror movies, at least, mm-hmm. um, and thrillers thereabout, um, are more of a psychological mind blows. Yeah. Nowadays than anything. They definitely push a lot of, they push a lot of the fear factor in a lot of the movies today like things that aren't possible but could be possible they definitely put those into horror movies i don't watch a ton of horror movies because typically for me a horror movie is something i watch it and i'm gonna laugh because i already know what's gonna happen right so they do they are they do try to make them very realistic they do and they push a lot of the limits of something that you're like like thinking oh Nobody would actually take over a hotel and have people and then capture them and this and this and this. But I isn't some of that shit true? Hasn't right. that happened? And it's could some of it should could be exaggerated. Right. But at the same time, it's like it's not completely out of the question that that would happen. Right. So. Oh, <laughs> you know, OK, I do have a good example of fridge horror, actually. OK. Did you ever watch Squid, Squid Games? I did not. I know, I know. I'm so behind on watching things. I'm so disappointed in you right now. It's fine. (laughs) I think we will find on this pod you will be disappointed in me a lot. (laughs) I mean, vice versa, so it's It's fine. fine. Um, Yeah, so in Squid Games, uh, I don't want to give it away. Do you ever plan on watching? It's not on my list, but you can. It should be. It should be on Uh, your list. You can spoil it. It's fine for me. So you find out that one of the main characters in the Squid Games itself mm-hmm. is an older man. You find out that he's actually the one that's kind of in charge of everything. 
a plot twist. Yeah. Um, but you find out, I'm not going to give it away, but you find out the reason why he's doing it. Oh. And that right there, I feel like could be in the genre of a fridge whore. Mm. Because it, it makes the whole reason behind the actual squid games even more frightening hmm. than just games where people play it to die like hunger games yeah mm. yeah makes sense yeah talking about this though it actually not to change the subject no you're fine but it actually <laughs> reminds me of like a thing that i've heard i haven't heard it on tiktok or any of that but i heard it on like reddit and people have used the term beck b-e-c oh which, never heard that before which stands for bitch eating crackers oh my god okay. what <laughs> so 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 basically what that is is it's like if you look at influencers a lot of them will be like oh my god you guys this i've been like look at this cup oh my god where would i be without this cup and it's like it's just a bitch eating crackers like everybody does that she thinks it's so revolutionary right. like look at this cup like it's a <laughs> fucking drink cup <laughs> bitch eating crackers so anytime somebody says something and they're like oh my god you guys you should put salt in the water before you make your noodles it's like we know <laughs> bitch. yeah where have you been no where have you been like <laughs> you're just a bitch eating crackers like this is so revolutionary. Like, no, it's not. It's common sense. I So I do have to feel like, and this is going to kind of lead us into the other term that I learned. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like a lot of those types of people, though, mm -hmm. are all from America. And I don't, I, mm -hmm. the USA, not America. I've really been trying hard not to say America because America implies like even parts of, or even Canada uh, and mm -hmm. Mexico and all of that. And I don't want to group them into us. We can't even say like North America because no. that includes Canada. So the U.S. of all, yeah, as one exactly. Of, no. As one of our one guy on TikTok says, U.S. of all. I mean, I don't know how much awe there is. Yeah, other there's than, not a lot uh, of awe, but like ugh. it's more of like yeah, an ugh, ugh. than anything. Yeah. Um. So this other term that I just learned actually this morning, and mm -hmm. it blew my mind, <laughs> and I kind of thought to myself honestly when I first heard it. I would never do that. And then I start thinking about times that I've been in other towns and states and have done it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've done that exact thing. Uh, I am very stereotypical American. Mm -hmm. uh, no, USA. Yep. No. So the term is called a fearkin. And that's, you know, like the word fear. Put in American. Yep. And what it refers to is somebody who is typically in a safe, um, like a, a USA, a person from the USA, enjoying their freedom in a safe country, but still experiencing fears that are relevant to the USA. Mm -hmm. Now... <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this just seems so funny because I'm sitting here thinking like I've probably done that. <laughs> yeah. So like I 
I've heard actual gunshots before. I've yeah. been I've been outside and and I think most Americans, literally most Americans, yeah, at one point in time in their lives have heard gunshots yep. outside. Yes. And Whether that it's... like we, we just consider it so normal, it's not even funny anymore. It's sad to me that there are a lot of people who live in neighborhoods that live with drive-by shootings literally Mm -hmm. every night and that just terrifies the living shit out of me oh yeah i i couldn't no there's no way um but like so like an example of a fear akin is if uh nyla and i decided to take a trip to spain or something and we're living it up at a local club dancing and somebody pops a bottle of champagne chances are both nyla and i are either going to gasp duck jump jump or something freak out everyone else is not yes and the reason is is because that loud banging usually is associated with something dangerous like a gun Mm -hmm. or something that could potentially harm us and we need to get to safety right away Mm -hmm. um it's just that's so sad to it's, me. It is sad because I mean, kids today, like the the drills and all the things they have to practice, like I, they should have to practice. They like I not should have to, but in the world that we live in, the U.S. of A. Yes, we have to right. have our children be safe and ready for situations like that. It sucks, like. Oh, yeah. It literally sucks ass. Because... I would rather have them be trained on how to protect themselves as far as that yes. goes, um, what to do in those cases. Instead of running around like a chicken with their head cut off, scared out of their mind. Yes. I mean, you're going to be scared out of your mind regardless, but yes. I would rather you at least be, be thinking, oh, my God, I need to get under a table. Oh, my God, I need to get in a closet. I need to hide. I need to right. shut off the light. I need to be quiet. I'd rather you be like constructively thinking instead of running around going, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. So, right. Well, so I actually sent you Nyla, um, you sent a video. A few day- yeah. A few days ago, a video mm-hmm. of like, they were going through a typical active shooter, like what yes. to do, what to have in your bag, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. If an and intruder, that's for work, and this was at like or a bar for- that there was their example was a yeah. bar. But like, I mean, it could be, it could be, anywhere. it could be anywhere. Usually, usually I would say schools are like a working establishment yes. with the public. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the stuff I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Now I get that. Yeah. Um, and some of it I was like, oh, you know, I never thought of that because I've never actually had to deal with that. Yeah. And so like, I can honestly say I had the, I've had the privilege and yes, I'll say privilege. Um, of growing up in small town America mm-hmm. where I didn't necessarily have to worry about that. The yeah. worst thing we had to worry about were possible tornadoes. Yeah. Um, however, I do understand that it is part of a typical day, even in small town America, mm-hmm. um, for kids to deal with that now. Yes. Well, and... I'm not saying it's right. No, I don't believe it is. No. And I mean, you and I are the generation that combine was a big thing. Right. Right. Oh, uh, listeners out there, if you have not watched Bowling for Columbine, go out there and fucking watch it. Yeah. 
Definitely educate Michael Moore does those. an amazing job on it. Yeah. I think I, I own that movie and I've watched it at least five times. And I don't watch movies more than a few times. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would sit down now and watch it again. Yeah. And like I said, you and I are from the generation of Combine, unfortunately. Right. right. And I graduated like probably five or six years after you. And I remember, I think it was my senior year that we had an incident with a student that I just remember I was, I believe, in my German class. And I remember the fire alarm went off and everybody, we had to leave. And the teachers were freaking, kind of freaking out a little bit because they're like, was there supposed to be a drill today? I don't think there was a drill today. So they treated it like it was a real fire. As they should. As they should. And I just remember we were waiting outside. I remember that there were cop cars out front so we're like oh something's going down you know we sat outside (laughs) i'm pretty sure for 20 minutes we sat outside and only to come back in and find out oh we had to exit the building because they had been told and had found a gun in one of the kids lockers oh my gosh and so they had to take him and take him out of the school and they had to ask him, like, why he had a gun and all of this stuff. Apparently, from what, and I don't know whether it'd be true or not, somebody said that they thought he had hit list of a short group of people. Wow. And there was one girl, this one girl, so fucking dramatic. Everything is about her. Um, She was like, I rejected him, and I'm pretty sure I was on his list. We're like, girl, stop. Like, you're fine. It's okay. Right. You're fine. You are allowed to tell somebody no. It's okay. But so that was really my only incident that ever happened. And really, we didn't know what the hell was going on. And I'm actually kind of glad that we had to leave the school. I don't know how I would feel if they had told us you have to barricade in your room. If I'm being honest. Because at least if I'm outside... I feel like I have a lot of fucking space to run away. Right. As opposed to being stuck in a room where I'm sitting waiting to see if somebody's going to come to the door. Oh, definitely. (laughs) You know, but that's really the only experience I've ever had with something like that. I mean, I've never personally experienced being in a small, like a building of any size, Mm -hmm. really, uh, where there was shooting that I know of. Um, I was, there was one night that I was outside in a not so great neighborhood of, we were, I was visiting with a friend uh, of a friend kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we were just kind of hanging out outside. It was a nice summer night Mm -hmm. and I heard some popping noises Mm -hmm. and I was like, and I remember like, it was way too early yet for, uh, for like 4th of July firework kind of stuff. And I was like, Oh, I wonder where they would have gotten fireworks Fireworks. from. And the person that lived there laughed and said, that was gunshots. And I was like, oh, my God, should we go inside, like sit down? Yeah. And they were like, no, we're fine. I'm like, wait, what? I was like, funny. You grow up in that situation. Like, and I don't mean this. And I'm not going to sit here and say that this place is unsafe. It's just in this state. This is where people freak out about would be like North Omaha. People are always like, don't move to North North Omaha. Even though I've been in North Omaha, okay? I've hung out with people in North Omaha. 
the people of North Omaha are so great. There are some bad seeds. I will right. tell you, I know I was visiting someone and heard some popping and it was in like June, July time. Right. And the person's like, yeah, I never know if it's what, if it's fireworks or gunshots and like just so like numb to it. Right. You know, it's just such an ordinary thing. And I'm like, oh. Like, am I going to be okay to drive out of here? Like, yeah. I mean, not, like, mm. my thought process always goes to, what about the stray bullets? They have to end up somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, even in a house, you're really not safe. No. And that's scary. Oh, 100%. And the the sad thing is, anymore, it it's not even places like North Omaha, which is an older or Chicago or, or Chicago or anything like that. I mean, yeah, you can live in a new suburb and this type of stuff can happen. This oh, can happen uh, literally anywhere. It's all over the USA. Yes, it literally and is. It, it's awful, uh, especially now in this state where the state we live in it now has become you don't need a permit to carry. I find that to be awful, damn troubling. But I actually did not know that. Yeah. So interesting to yep, find out. That just and... happened a couple months ago, I think. Okay. That he signed that bill. Not thrilled by it. Everyone yeah. said that the crime rate with firearms has gone down, so we shall see. Still to be determined. But I'm like, there was just a shooting at a Target store in Omaha not that long ago. So nobody got hurt, but... That kind of stuff emotionally scars you for life, whether you want it to or not. Honestly, I think that unless you live in a pristine, you know, world of your own in the USA where you're under a rock and everything and you only associate with certain types of people. Yeah. I think that everyone has already some kind of trauma from this country yeah and i'm not trying to knock it um you know i i used to say i was really proud to be an american i'm not anymore no um there's so many reasons why that i just don't even really want to get into it right now but i feel like the humanity that you and I believe in it's still there it is it's it's, just, it's not a horrible country no there are definitely countries that I there's no way I would ever live there no um I do feel that this this the United States has definitely become extremely divided and that has happened within the last six eight years maybe like it was wasn't say, it feels like 10 years, it yeah. feels like it wasn't as prominent like people were very I think when Obama was president, a lot of people. It, that was kind the, of when it began, I feel de- like. Yes, I believe that's when it started. People, especially when he won his second term, I feel people really definitely started saying how much they despised him. And when they started going for Trump, they definitely, they wanted someone the complete opposite of what we had. Well, that's what we got. That's what we got. And he... Like, just so people know, like, we're not trying to get too deep into politics on this pod, but we definitely are not Trump fans. 
first of all, I didn't like him to begin with. Oh, I, I never liked him. Like, never have liked him. Never. No. Everyone's like, no. oh, you just don't like him because he's a no. no. Very superficial. Very There's... gross in general. Like, the vibe I get off of him. Yeah. It, icky. Sleazy. Icky, icky, icky. Very sleazy. Yeah. And the fact that the state of New York doesn't even like him. New York City, the city... <laughs> absolutely hate him they're like unless you grew up here with him you have no idea so if you support him by all means you have every right to do that but yeah at the same time like that's kind of telling of you especially if you've made your whole personality him like oh if, definitely and that's the problem is everybody has made it you know where they feel they can say whatever they want. No consequences. They can do what they want. And that's the problem. It's like you have taken the humanity that used to be there and respect for other people. And you have just displayed yourself as a horrid person. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't really, we don't really have time to get into it tonight no. or today or at this moment. But I do have to say, you know, one of the things that, as I was growing up, that I was always told, you should be grateful you're living in the USA. We have freedom. Mm -hmm. You should be grateful that you're living in the USA. You know how many because you can have do whatever freedom, you want. Though? Exactly. Lots That's of just it. Do. We are That's ranked. Just it. We are ranked so low. We. I think it's number fifteen, actually, if not lower. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, like I said, there are there are countries out there. I. Would most never pe move most to. people wouldn't want to move to, and mm -hmm. that's okay. That's yeah. okay. I'm not knocking those countries. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, had I been born into a different country, whatever country that may be, yeah, knowing what I know now about different things that are here in America, are mm -hmm. in the USA, um. USA would rank really low as places that I'd actually want to move to. Yeah. And I, it still bothers me that there are people out there in the USA that believe that everyone wants to come to America. Yeah. I think that people do want to come to visit us, but as far as like actually live here. Yeah. See, there were two. I think there's more people wanting to leave, including myself. Yep. Than stay. See, and there were two Brits on TikTok that just came here and they said everything that they heard about America was bad, but also they were visiting for like three weeks. And right. my whole thought is your viewpoint. Very I, small. It's very small. And yes, you had a great experience. Yes, you right. experienced tons of great people, tons of great food. Like, I'm not saying that those things are not there. The hu the true love like human love and compassion for the United States is there. Right. It is there. Uh, there's lots of amazing people there here in the are. USA. There really are. Like I, I that's that's one of the reasons why like I don't want to say that I hate America because I don't. I, I really don't. don't. I'm I very just, disappointed in it. Like yeah. like a parent to a child. Like yeah. I'm just like you've made so many poor choices. Yeah. That like it's affecting it's literally affecting everybody. Yes. And that's not okay. No. And we and have to learn from those mistakes instead of just push it, brushing them under the rug because I can see the mound under the rug now. Yeah. 
you need to take care of that. Yeah, it's not good. And the fact that like we are, our politicians are so concerned about certain topics that those are overshadowing the main problems. Like why aren't we feeding more of our kids that aren't getting food? Mm -hmm. Why are we not taking care of our own? Why are we not looking at gun control? Why are we not looking at certain things that they're like, no, we have to talk about this. We have to look at this. Like, this isn't this isn't what we need you to look at. Look over here while we sign this bill for this. And you're not even going to know that this right. happens. It's just ridiculous. And I'm like, well, who is voting for these people? So this is a thing. And this is another thing that I think we've all been taught since we were born here. Mm -hmm. um, we have been told that you know like when they pass bills and that that it's just that bill and that's what we've always been brought to believe until just a little while ago now they're coming out and saying oh well when that bill passed they also got this other bill passed because yep. it slid under it yep and i think that due to social media Mm -hmm. some of this stuff is not being so quiet as it once was yeah and i think that that's number one is what's really tripping some of the older communities in the usa up yes. because they don't understand it because they don't understand social media mm -hmm. as a whole yeah and so um i yeah i just kind of think that like i sort of lost my train of thought on that i'm so sorry <laughs> um but i I, I think just, we I think we went on this tangent a little long. I think we have to, and I apologize. Uh, yeah. Um, we were not expecting to but, go deep into that one. No, no, we didn't. But that like I, I said, kinda wondered if we would have though, but these are yeah. rabbit holes that we kind of trip into <laughs> and just keep falling. And it's like, okay, we gotta stop eventually. Or we have to stop falling so, with it. So I do have to ask you really quick before we say good goodbye to everyone. Yeah. Um, with the whole uh fearkin mm -hmm. if you were living in another country mm -hmm. that was safe yeah um what would how be? many years do you think it would take you to get over to get over some of the jumpiness that we have that's normal to us now oh god um i think it would i don't know if it would take a year i think it would maybe take I would say six months to a year, maybe, depending on if I was living there for the long haul. I think maybe six to eight, six to eight really? months. Yeah. I, and maybe it's just because I haven't, like, I've experienced certain things, but I, I mean, like, leaving your person stuff out, like, there are countries that they just leave their stroller with their baby right. in it outside, right. and I'm like, you do what? That's what I mean. Like, yeah. that all kind of goes under this umbrella. I I really think if you're around it 24-7 where it's safe, I really don't think – I think I would get over it fairly quickly. Now, see, I, on the other hand, I believe it could possibly take three to five years. I think so. I do. Wow. To uh. Completely. Oh, yeah. Complete. I could see that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right, guys. So, <sighs> all right. We have social medias that you guys can follow. Um, our pod drops every Thursday. You can follow us on TikTok at Rant Bant Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at Ranter Banter Pod. And if you want to send us some topics or, you know, discuss this further, 
Um, you can email us at ranterbanterpod at yahoo.com. And yeah, we will see you guys. We'll be, you'll be hearing from us next Thursday. Yeah. So bye. Right, bye.